What's up, pork chops? I have been influenced. I've been influenced by the influencer. On this episode, you guys are going to hear me sit down and chat with Mr. David Rodriguez of How to Cook Stuff. If you have not heard of him, you guys are living under a rock. You need to go follow him. He's all over social media, and you know him for his delicious Portuguese recipes. He has a cookbook out. I have it all linked up in the bio. I have his merch linked and his tour that he has in Lisbon coming up. Follow, support. You guys, David is such a stellar guy. It was such an honor to be able to sit down with him and talk to him about his life more on a personal level. Uh, we talk about the Portuguese community and his goals moving forward. So it was just fun. He's so positive and very energetic and just optimistic about what is to come with his newfound fame. We're so proud of you, David. Continua, força, and I can't wait for you guys to hear this. Everything's linked in the bio. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to the podcast and my page. Love you guys. Beijing Welcome back to the New Friends Podcast. I am your host, Sylvia Costa, and I have such a special treat for you guys today. I have the one and only David Rodriguez from Florida. We know him as How to Cook Portuguese Stuff. How you hello, doing, Hello, hello. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's a long weekend for us here in uh, in North America, so uh, enjoying the, the Sunday night without the Sunday scaries for, for Monday. Exactly. How old is your son now? So he just turned two, like, uh, two weeks ago. Oh, I have yeah. a two-year-old, so uh, I'm actually living through terrible twos. So, How many kids do you have? I know you said you have a few. I have three boys, so oh. I have a 12-year-old, my stepson, and then I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. And then oh. just got a puppy because I'm uh, <laughs> Oh, man. Sound like my sister. My sister has three kids and two dogs, so it's uh, she's got, like, a full house. But, yeah, we just have one, and he just turned two, so... Uh, we actually took him out today to like a children's museum and he behaved so well. So I feel like we're entering a a, a good phase. You know, they kind of go through these phases where they like yeah. come in and out of stuff. So right now he's he's pretty chill. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, enjoy it because my first one was a textbook child and uh-huh. I thought I was a baby whisperer and the second uh-huh. one came and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're very fearful of a, of a potential second one right now. We talk about it, but then we're like, Man, like, I don't know, like, we're, we're finally sleeping again. <laughs> I know. It took a long time with the second one, and it humbled me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I thought I was, like, know-it-all mom, and <laughs> it, it changed my life. That's I always I say, like, people, people, like, always would say, like, um, you you don't know what it's like until, like, you, you're, you have a kid. And, like, I used to be like, yeah, whatever. But, like, honestly, like, you really don't know what it's like. Like, no one could prepare you for that level of exhaustion. Like, there's no description that I could use to to explain, like, what those first three weeks are like, even, like, when you come home from the hospital. It's just pure exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, as much as, like, I look back at pictures of my two-year-old as a baby, and I told my husband the other day, I said, I feel like I don't even remember it. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. Like, I can't even remember him that small because I was just so tired, and yeah. I went through so much. <laughs> when we brought him home, it was, uh, I mean, you have a two-year-old, so you know, it was kind of in the middle of the pandemic. Um, nobody was really coming around, and my we don't really live around family here. Like, my Portuguese family is all in New Jersey. So in Florida, we just have my mother-in-law. And she was up in New York because they had a family death. So, like, we were here for, I think, two, two and a half months, like, by ourselves with no help. Those first two and a half months. And it's our first one. So, we had no idea what we were doing. And we were just exhausted. My wife had a C-section. So, she was kind of stuck in bed for a few weeks. And I, we were just winging it. <laughs> I always tell dads, take care of her. Because yeah. she kind of has to take care of the baby. And, like, yeah, oh, yeah. we were bringing the baby to her because she had the C-section. I had to, yeah, yeah. too. But, like, your job is to make sure she's showering and eating and, like, uh, doing laundry and doing dishes uh, because uh. she has to connect with the baby. Do so you know um, uh, uh, Taylor Amarante, the comedian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good okay. friends. So he just had a baby, like, a couple yeah. days ago. Uh, and I sent him that kind of that same advice. And I was like, make sure that you refill her water bottle before she even asks you to fill it because she's going to be drinking water all day long and, like, you don't want to even get to the point that she has to ask you. Just fill it all day, man, you know? Because I, I, I remember my wife would just be, like, on the couch for, like, I don't know, like, eight hours straight. I'm just breastfeeding all day, just, like, chugging water, you know? So, you know, I, yeah, you're right. Like, the like the dad's job is really just take care of the mom because the mom's just taking care of the baby, you know? And, like, I did a lot of the stuff in the beginning. I changed, like, every diaper for, like, the first month. But, like, it's still nothing compared to what you guys do. Like, the, yeah. just the, the whole process is just wild you know like and i and that's just something i think that changes um i don't know i know we're going kind of off track here but it really changes like the relationship you have with your wife when you see her like go through the whole thing you know what i'm saying and i know it's a c-section she didn't go through like labor but like i just remember like seeing her there and like like her whole body's like shaking kind of like like she's not even in control and it's just like I just got whoa you know it's crazy it was crazy and i remember like going into it she was like you know i'm going to do um uh i think it was called hypnobirthing what her plan was she was going to pop these headphones in and she was going to meditate and all, none of that happened like none of that happened we hired a, a doula which is people don't know it's like um a birth coach type of person and that morning like four in the morning she hit us up like i can't make the birth like i can't come i have another birth going on so like the whole day was just chaotic and stuff but like yeah the women's part in it is just so wild that like no matter what the guy does it's not like a tenth of what you guys do so well i yeah. had natural the first one and, and c-section the second and what i said right after was for the c-section was that was the wildest ride of my life like, <laughs> But it was the wildest thing because you just – I told my husband I almost said fish out of water <laughs> <laughs> because it's how it felt. It just felt like plop and like all the pressure was gone. I felt like yeah. a million bucks and I said I'm never getting pregnant again and they would like, <laughs> all say that. Oh, I man. I I went, right before we went into like the operating room, they looked at me and they're like, have you eaten today? And I was like, no. It was like 7 in the morning and they're like, you need some crackers and orange juice because you're going to pass out. <laughs> And I was just like, all right. So I'm like sitting there like chugging orange juice and stuff. And they were right, man. Like if I had got in there, emptied stomach, I would have passed out. Yeah, it's exhilarating. That's for sure. But always worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, anyway. So my son's two and um, he's pretty fun right now. He kind of talks. We just potty trained him. So he's like in a cool... We just, we gave it a shot and we're like, let's see if it works. And he kind of took to it. So 
Um, he's like, like I said, he's like in a fun zone right now that we, uh, yeah. we can do it, stuff. It's, it's so fun because they're starting to talk and yeah. yeah, they can kind of communicate a little bit better. So it's definitely yeah. fun. So you're in Florida. Mm-hmm. Is your mom, does your mom live in Florida too? I know no. So my mom family. lives in New Jersey. Um, and those videos are just when she comes to visit, uh, or if I'm up there, but so I was born and raised in New Jersey. So they're all still there. And, uh, I've been in Florida for 10 years now. So uh, you know, my mom, my sister, my cousins, my aunts, uncles, they're all in New Jersey. And then my mom's side, they're all in Portugal. So there's nobody in Florida uh, that I'm related to, I guess. <laughs> I'm the only Rodriguez in the bloodline that lives in Florida. Um, at the time, like, so I moved here in 2013. And um, at the time, houses here were just so cheap that I was just like, man, like, we could really build like, a good life down there. Um, so we came down and, uh, I found a job before I came down and, uh, they moved me down here and we bought a house and we, you know, did what we said we wanted to do and, you know, kind of built this little life here. So we sold that house a few years in and, you know, made some money and then bought the house that we kind of dreamt of or whatever, you know, like if you see here, like there's like a big lake kind of back here. It's, it's very like, you know, chill to sit back here and it's, it's a really nice place. So um yeah i just wanted to right now i i i kind of said all that because right now florida is very expensive it is not cheap to live here anymore uh that's all gone out the window but at the time it was like you can come down here and really like stretch the dollar like a lot um it's still not like living up in new jersey or new york that's still like a whole nother world but um florida has got a little more expensive but it is still uh to me a, a nice affordable place to live considering the weather we get so like Right now until probably April, it's like a dream. Like the weather's perfect. Like I'm not sweating. I'm not cold. It's perfect. Um, the summertime here, June through August is like our winter where like we're just staying inside in the air conditioning, you know? So we, we kind of just got out of our like hibernation area. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been following you since TikTok. How, when did is that oh, man. started? Yeah. 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 My wife downloaded TikTok during COVID and I was like, oh, this is so stupid. Like, like we're not like, I'm not going to watch all these kids dancing and stuff. But then I got hooked on it. Um, and then I started making videos, just cooking food, like regular food, you know, like tacos and wings, just whatever. Uh, and then one day I made a Bifana and people like flipped out, like, you know, like got a lot of views or whatever. So I'm like, all right, let me try some Portuguese stuff. And like you said, it kind of like follows you. Like you could try not to do Portuguese anything, but the, the, the Portuguese community is going to follow you. Like, like, I don't know, like if you know this, but I feel like we all know like Katy Perry's part Portuguese. Tom Hanks is part Portuguese. Like we know everybody that's part Portuguese. Everyone at my school that Nelly Furtado. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. So so it's like, I lived lived in a very predominantly white community. Okay. I was only full blooded Portuguese. Okay. So yeah, like, like it follows you, like the way we follow them. Like it's, I, I started making Portuguese food and people just came to it. So, um, I kept making the Portuguese food and I, I got on Instagram, I got on Facebook, I just, you know, was cross posting everything. And then I went to Portugal last September and filmed a lot of stuff there. And I feel like that's when it really blew up. People really took a liking to it. Um, it's weird. I say that, but like when we were in Portugal, I got stopped and recognized three times in one day. And I thought it was the craziest thing. Cause I, I didn't even realize that people in Portugal were watching me at the time. I thought, yeah. Like I wasn't really paying attention to analytics and stuff. So I thought like, I'm just making this for like Americans and Canadians, but like there was a whole nother like, like group of people over there watching this. So when I came back from Portugal and posted all that stuff, like it really blew up. So right now it's like all my Instagram people are pretty much predominantly like us, Canada and Australia. And then TikTok is like mostly Portugal, 
Portuguese people from Portugal. And then Facebook is like a mix. So like I have a little bit of, of like everybody uh, somewhere. But uh, yeah, like I, I think going to Portugal really like boosted the account because I was posting like, I don't know, like I'm an American guy in Portugal. And I, I've been there a million times, obviously, but if people just like to see that people like to see like other people experiencing it or there's a lot of people that haven't been there in a long time. So they're getting ideas from me. Like, Hey, I'm about to go back to Portugal. Let me see what this guy does. Um, you know, so whatever. So I think that TikTok was the star and it kind of, I don't know, snowballed into this like thing that I didn't realize I was going to end up doing. I thought this was just like a joke I was posting for my friends and stuff, you know, and it was, but. That's a, that's just kind of the viral world now. Yeah. You kind of just have that one video, and if it takes off, you kind of just have to roll with the punches with it. That's awesome. So, yeah, my sisters and I have been sending your videos back and forth on TikTok for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I've truly, like, been a fan from this. Oh, time. man, so that's so cool. So I'm oh, very thank excited you. To, to talk to you and kind of just shoot, like I said, shoot the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for that. It's, it's interesting because, like, there's a few people that, like, have been following me from the beginning and it's like when i started the page my wife wasn't even pregnant yet so like people have seen me from like then to my wife being pregnant to my baby being born now he's two like people have kind of watched that whole journey i guess and you know again it was just like a joke at first so it's kind of cool that it turned into this like i don't know now it's like my wife always says yeah my wife always says like it was a food page but now people just like to watch your life so like it's almost like a documentation of just like what i do on top of the food so it's cool that people i guess got to watch that along the way or whatever but uh but yeah it's been it's been really interesting i didn't realize that like i don't know i guess i like i know how many followers i have but i didn't realize how many people actually knew who i was and then i went to portugal day in newark uh like to do like an appearance i guess there or whatever but it was insane. And I was like, how do all these people know who I am? Like, this is the craziest weekend of my life. I felt like, like, I don't know, like, I felt like Tom Hanks walking through there, you know, like everybody knew me. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Because in Florida, nobody knows me, right? Like, I get recognized here and there here, like maybe once every other month. But Florida, there's no Portuguese people here, so they don't know who I am. But uh, so I, I didn't realize what, what it truly was until uh, well, a couple months ask. ago. With being in Florida, I had never thought about it being like a Portuguese epicenter or anything like yeah. that. So have you kind of created your little Portuguese community there? Sort of, sort of. So like there's a lot. I mean, I don't want to say a lot. There's a, there is Portuguese people in Orlando, but Orlando's very big. So like we're all scattered around. So we don't really all know each other. But I've met a few people through having this page that uh, are like, you know, in my, our age group. But you know, they're in their 30s, 40s. Um and we've kind of been like hanging out, having dinner at each other's houses. There's six of us right now. So I've built this little pork chop crew here that like we all kind of hang out. And uh, the last time we went to one of their houses for dinner and the the woman of the couple made one of the recipes from my book and we all ate that. So it was kind of cool, you know, like we, we do some Portuguese things and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm building this little Portuguese community here. Somebody the other day told me that they're going to open a Portuguese club here in Orlando and uh, we'll see if that happens or not, but maybe yeah, that, maybe there will be one. There used to be a Portuguese club here, but there used to be, and uh, it closed before I moved here. And then somebody's trying to redo it again, so we'll see. So there's no like Portuguese hall or anything like the that. The nearest one is in Palm Coast, which is like an hour and a half from here. Uh, that's where I'm doing my book signing, uh, meet and greet thing next weekend. But uh, that's about an hour and a half, so it's like I've been there before, but it's not like a place I regularly visit. So I see you in the 
Portuguese stores, getting your ingredients and everything like that. So there's a Portuguese store yeah. in Florida. So that's interesting. And it was great because they opened shortly after I moved here. But oh. uh, it's called Salvador's, which is the, it's the store that I shopped at in New Jersey. It's the same chain. Uh, but in Orlando, we have like a, a huge Brazilian community. So they basically opened up these stores to cater to the Brazilian communities, but they still carry all the same Portuguese stuff that they do up north. So the store is probably like 60% Brazilian, 40% Portuguese, but they have every single thing that I like I need, you know, like I'm drinking Agua Castelo right now in my backyard, like it's in the middle of Orlando, like anything I need, they have. So um, it's, it's cool. I was just there yesterday. So they have, um, you know, all the cheeses, breads, like sausages, seafood, just everything. So I lucked out that there's a lot of Brazilians here because uh, it benefited me. And they're, they're actually opening a new location and it's going to be like five minutes from my house. So I'm really excited. Yeah. yeah. So it was interesting because they opened it. And when I started this page, I'm like, one day, like, they're going to sponsor me or whatever. And like, they did. They're like, I've been working with them now for a couple, like, probably a couple of months now because we, we'll do like three months at a time, take some time off, three months at a time. So we started doing some deals together and stuff. And it's pretty interesting because, you know, like, it's a place I've shopped at since I was a little kid. And now, like, they, they're, sending me checks to make them videos you know it's like whoa you know but it's it's been cool because like i got to go to like their their shawdisu factory like where they make them they they sent me to um uh the bakery like where they make all their bread and pastes not and stuff so i've been able to like i feel like a miniature like gordon ramsay or like anthony bourdain i've been able to go to like all these places and like see stuff you know so that's that's been really cool i hope so i hope so my wife wants me to quit my job she tells me every day and I'm just like, she wants me to, you know, just spend a lot more time just like, you know, on this because it is blowing up and stuff. But, you know, as long as I could do both, I'll still do both. You know, we're Portuguese. We work hard. So, yeah. Until the legs My fall legs off. Chaos, <laughs> yeah. <for laughs> sure. So I have to say my favorite, most favorite videos are when you have your mom on. I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot of people say that. I love what you do, but that belly laugh that comes out when you have your mom on. And I think because there's not many people in the Portuguese community, at least I live in um, Northern California, that are from the mainland. So yeah. The majority of people are like, ask you, they're like, what part of the Azores are you? Uh-huh, yeah. We're from the continent. Uh-huh. And we're Alentejanos. There's no uh-huh. one from Alentejanos. Yeah. So um, I knew right away. Like, as soon yeah, yeah, yeah. As I was like, oh, they're from Lisboa for sure. Yeah. You guys are from Lisboa? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I told you, I don't take any offense to the Caralhos. Uh, <laughs> as far as, you know, some people might say it's malcriado. I call it great entertainment. So, I think, I think like, like, it's so crazy to me that people don't understand that, like, what I'm saying in my videos is not necessarily how I walk around speaking all day. You know, like, you know, like, I have during the day, I do have a real job and I'm not just walking around screaming and cursing all day. Like, or, you know, I'm talking to you right now and I don't think I've, I've cursed yet. Uh, but like people assume that like, you know, I obviously like what I like that, that persona in my videos is like me times 10, right? So, or my mom times 10. It's a version of how we are, but like really turned up for entertainment and people get so offended and so mad and like that, like, you know, they always say, like, you, you, you have no, no, and I'm just like, man, like, it's just a joke. You know, it's just like somebody asked me yesterday, like, do you and your mom really curse like a lot in real life? And my answer was like, I actually don't. But my mom really does. She really does talk like that. Like, she will say, God, I use like left and right. And like, that's where I kind of got it from. Like, even like when I say call me college, that's something my mom said, like everything that I do 
is basically like I'm just gonna take what my mom said to me when I was like 10 and just like use it in my video. So I talk like her. I basically am mimicking how my mom speaks, but like I don't really necessarily talk like that. And when people meet me in real life, I do these appearances and stuff. What they always say to me is like, I, like I can't believe how nice you are <laughs> because they like expect me to be this really over aggressive like like crazy Portuguese guy and like. I'm pretty chill. I'm pretty like balanced and I'm pretty like calm, you know? So, um, you know, it's definitely a, you know, a different, a different persona that I put on when I, when I put the video, when I do the videos, it's obviously to make people laugh, but, uh, people truly do get offended. A lot of older, it's interesting. Cause I say a lot of older people get offended, but you're on like a stage. I know right? but a lot of times though, I get like these messages from like these little old ladies that are like, I love your videos and I talk just like you. And I'm like, man, like it makes me feel so good that like, not all the old people hate me, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think once they realize what you're doing and I take it so seriously, I hope that, but I, yeah. I don't know. Would you agree? It's mostly on Facebook. Oh yeah. 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 By far, by far. TikTok will like hate me for like, they'll say like, I'm not authentic enough for them. Instagram like will have a lot of like, like I'm the expert. You did it wrong type of thing. But Facebook really hates me for the way I talk. And like, I really wish that I didn't have to post on Facebook, but I sell a lot of books on Facebook. Like I, I know that I sell a lot of books on Facebook. So like I have to just kind of roll with the punches there, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's mostly that Facebook crowd. They just don't, I don't know. They don't get it, I guess. Like, I mean, I, I, there are people that get it cause I do have a lot of followers there too, but there's just a lot, a lot of people. I just don't get what I'm doing, I guess. And they just, I think they think that I, I I'm out to like represent the Portuguese community. Like I'm Mr. Portugal. And it's like, I only represent myself. Like I don't talk like most Portuguese people. I don't, I don't even maybe cook like most Portuguese people. Like my stuff is very different. So like, I don't want to represent Lewis. That's like 60 years old or Fatima. Who's like 50 from whoever or wherever I'm just myself. And it's like, I don't ever like attack anyone in my videos or like my curse words are not meant you know, in a negative light, they're more, I always say like the way I say them is the way in English I say like, like, damn it. Like, Oh damn it. It's hot out here. That's how I'm saying. Carayu is like, you know, throw that in the panela. Carayu is like, throw that in the pot. Damn it. You know, I'm not ever saying like anybody's this or that. So I wish people would understand that more, but I get why they don't. So I just kind of, you know, I just kind of deal with it, I guess on a daily basis. But, uh, I've kind of learned to just let let it roll off the shoulders more lately than I have. Like I used to answer a lot more people and be like, man, like, you know, explain myself. And now I kind of just don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do they say? Bad publicity is good publicity. Yeah. I think what they don't understand is like, if they comment on my video complaining about whatever on their friends, like newsfeed, it's going to say like the João commented on how to cook stuff's video. So now their friends going to go look at it. So it really does help me. Like, it doesn't matter to me whether they like it or hate it. Um, they're going to like it or hate it. Like whether I, like I can, I have no say in it. So it doesn't matter to me, but I encourage them to just comment and then waste their time there because it does help boost the page, you know? So I'm like, all right, yeah. your friends will get to see it. I feel like your mom prepared you cause she, I could just read that. She's a not given a shit. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I was, it's funny. I went, I, one of her friends lives in Florida in Palm coast and she, I met her like a couple of months ago and she's like, you know, when I first met your mom, I was like, you know, I want to be your friend. And your mom told me I have enough friends. Like, I don't need you. And I was just like, Holy crap. Like she really doesn't give a crap about like what people think and, and, or say or whatever. So 
she definitely instilled us in that or instilled that in us. So there is definitely a part of me that just doesn't care, I guess, you know, I'm just yeah, like, you were built for it. yeah, I'm just yeah, like, it's... whatever. <laughs> so going with the negative comments, I recently um, am affiliated with Pama Media and their Portuguese radio st- online radio station, and they're super catered to the younger Portuguese generation. So they invited me to go to a Dia de Portugal festival and just interview some young Portuguese pe- people that are in Philharmonicas, like people that are young and they're doing things for our community. And the interviews were in English. And oh my God, <laughs> the comments that I got on Facebook. <laughs> As much as I feel confident speaking Portuguese, I don't feel confident speaking to the Portuguese community like that. And I wasn't asked to do that either. Even if you did, and they would have told you like every word you said wrong. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I've been singing in, I sang in a conjunct for like seven, eight years. And uh-huh. my fathers believe me. Like I have done some mess ups and things like that, but I wasn't born in Portugal. Yeah. yeah. I feel really blessed yeah. that. I even understand or somewhat speak yeah. because we're the last of the Mohicans. Oh yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, you know what? I thought that, but I think what, I think there was like a generation after us that lost the culture. or didn't care, but I think these young, young kids want to get back into it. Cause like I keep meeting all these kids that watch my videos and I'm like, where are you coming from? Cause like, I didn't realize that there was kids watching my videos, but like I ran into one two weeks ago at Disney Springs and and I'm just like, like I think he was like 13. And I'm like, this is wild. So I think the real young generation is coming back and like they want to learn, you know? So hopefully we're, yeah. It wasn't cool to be Portuguese for a while, I think, or from anywhere else or whatever. But I think now it is like, and like, it's weird. Like in America, we're at like a weird crossroads where like, maybe not everybody's so kind to immigrants, but Portugal is a very popular country right now to vacation in. And I think everybody wants to be, or or anybody that's Portuguese wants to flaunt that. So I think the kids are coming back to it. And then I think Ronaldo did a lot of good for us. Like he put Portugal on the map. Everybody wants to be Ronaldo. I think that like the kids are coming back to it, but you're, I think it's like, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, if you did the interviews in English, which you did, they they complain. If you would have done it in Portuguese, they would have told you every word that's wrong or that your accent's not right or blah, blah, blah. Like, I speak fluent Portuguese. Obviously, my accent's a little weird because I live in America, but I, I speak fluently. And when I speak Portuguese in my videos, I'll get hundreds of DMs telling me how crappy my Portuguese is. And I'm like, I would love to hear you guys speak English the way I speak Portuguese, you know? Like, it's very difficult for us to hold on to that language, especially, like, I live in a non-Portuguese community. I don't speak Portuguese every day, you know? It's so hard to hold on to it, and, like, they don't realize that. So I think if you would have done it in Portuguese, they would have... They would have told you it was wrong anyway. Totally, and I wanted to respond, but, it, you know, it was the radio station's Facebook, and this lady went off, and I responded, Yes, senhora fala English? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, the, you know, the guy was like, just drop it, just leave it. And I'm like, but seriously, like, I want to know. Because I'm out here shaking in my little space boots, Ner- I, you know, I'll drop my Portuguese words here and there, but you can hear in my accent that I, off- I have a big influence yeah, yeah, in Portuguese yeah. language, and I'm trying here, and if we don't push it, especially with our kids, it's gone. Yeah. Especially here in the in Northern California, like, the halls are struggling here after COVID. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we're not pushing the younger um, community to, to get out there and do different stuff, like, I love the heritage nights that have been happening in the last few years, all the soccers and sports. And yeah. Like, incorporating that's oh 
all going to help. I know? met this kid in Newark, and his mom told me that for Christmas he asked for Portuguese citizenship. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I would have never thought that, like, 10 years old. And they went and got it and stuff. Whatever. Like, And that's awesome. Like, you know, maybe one day he'll want to go to college in Portugal or something. You know, it's free over there if you're, if you're a citizen, or public school is at least. So, like, it's just cool that, like, yeah, that wave is coming back, I guess. But um, it's weird. Like, I feel like even, like, the older Portuguese people that like my page, they maybe didn't at first. I feel like Portuguese people are very – they're very they take a very long time to come around they they like hate on anything before they like it so i feel like portuguese older folks are liking my thing now because other people like me so it's like they're following the wave or joining in on the wave but i know at first a lot of people didn't like it or they thought i was being inauthentic or whatever i still get why why isn't your book in portuguese and i'm like well you could find portuguese recipes in portuguese in portugal like left and right like that this is where they come from they're in portuguese my whole point of this book was like I want to make an English version and not using the metric system because when you Google recipes, like they're all in the metric system and they're all in Portuguese. So like we don't really have a lot of American or English. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to like – and like whose recipe is good anyway? Like you have to figure out like who you trust. So like I always wanted to do just like an English easy measurement type thing in the English system. Like there's plenty of Portuguese books out there. We don't need another one, but we did need an English one. So – a lot of people complain that it's not in Portuguese, just like your interviews. But it's like you know, we're the we're the ones kind of pushing this like cross cultural thing so that it continues. And yeah. I, I remember one time this guy was like getting on me about like that I'm bad for kids and bad for the youth because like I curse a lot, whatever. So I was like, you know, like I had time that day, so I listed out everything I've done for the Portuguese community, like for the kids. And I'm like, what have you done? You know, nothing. You know, like like. I've done so much for like the kids, like whether it's like this grandpa wrote to me and said his grandchildren are in a high school group because of me, like they, they became interested in their culture because of my videos. Like they otherwise would not have done that. Like, did you do that? Did you influence anybody to, to join a high school group, an American kid? Or, um, you know, like there's just like so many, there was a kid that came up to me in Newark and said he wants to be a chef because of me. Like I'm not even a chef, but like, you know, they're just hearing that's like, what the heck? Like, these kids actually look up to me because I think that they relate to like, wow, this guy's kind of cool and he's Portuguese like me, you know? So it's like they can hate all they want and whatever, but they're not out here doing the interviews that you're doing. They're not out here writing books. They're not out here doing what we're doing. If anybody could do what we're doing, they would. So it's like it takes a lot of work to be out there and it takes a lot of like courage to put yourself out there. So whether you're doing it in English or in Portuguese and people are complaining about it, whatever, you know? We can say – it doesn't affect us. It, it, it hits us a little oh, bit. Oh, of course. Yeah, it, yeah. You know what it is? Like, I wish that, like, when, when people left me those negative comments, I wish I could just, like, kind of sit in a room and, like, I just talk to them back and forth. Because on Facebook or on Instagram, you're just going to get into this, like, comment war that doesn't really lead anywhere. Then it turns into, like, just them insulting you. But, like, I really wish that I could just, like, sit down with some of these people and be like, hey, listen, like, look what I'm doing here, man. Like, little freaking uh, – Kyle from uh, Ohio, who like his parents are like third removed Portuguese, like is back to being Portuguese when he would have never seen any of this, you know, like there's people that like, you know what I get a lot too is like people and I didn't know this was like a thing and it's sad, but a lot of people's mom and grandma died before they were old enough to cook. So they didn't learn how to make the recipes because by the time they were like 15, 16, their, their parents were dead. And I get written to almost every day about that. And I'm like, 
just the, that service that I'm providing alone to these people that like is giving them a little taste to remember their mom or whatever. And I get that a lot. Like I made your recipe and like the flavor just brought me back to like being at the table with my mom or whatever. I got chills saying that like people don't understand that like as much as like you see me as like this vulgar like jerk or whatever, like I don't know, man, like there's a lot of people that are benefiting from what I'm doing. And like, even if it's just like, I don't know, closure or just mental, like, I don't know, happiness from watching my videos. Like I got a message one time that this lady was like in her nineties and had dementia. And the only thing that was making her happy, like the last couple of months before she died was watching my videos. Like if she remembered being Portuguese and, and the, the meals and she would laugh and laugh, whatever. And it was like, I was some of the last things that she watched before dying or whatever. And I'm like, damn, like, None of those Facebook comments matter anymore when I, when I hear that, you know? So it's like, you know, we have a lot of haters and stuff and whatever, but like, I just think back, I screenshotted that message. It's in my phone and I always look at it like, damn, like, I, like the, I guess like her family would gather at the hospital and they would put my videos on so that they could watch her laugh. And it's like, that's just wild. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. It is wild. Your life is changing before you can even like grasp and process it. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel like is like the biggest change since starting all of this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I even went, so our main supermarket here is Publix. I have a Publix down the road and I went there and this lady recognized me and I was like, this is the craziest thing. And she was Portuguese and she's like, are you the Portuguese guy from, from TikTok? And I'm like, yeah, like there's no Portuguese people here that would know me, you know, but I found, she found me, you know, like, there's one person in town that happened to be at the store at the same time as me. So that's definitely a big change. I was at Disney two weeks ago. This kid recognized me. We took some pictures or whatever. Like that's a, definitely a big change, but I don't mind it. It's cool. Like it's, it's awesome. I think that like when I was a kid, I remember like there was a wrestler who was Portuguese. I watch a lot of WWE and I thought he was the coolest guy in the world. He actually follows my page now, which is wild, but I thought he was the coolest guy in the world. And I'm, I'm like that guy for these kids and stuff. And I'm like, this is cool. Like people like, are like, oh man, that's that Portuguese guy. So like, I don't mind being recognized out or whatever. Like people are always very respectful. I have not yet ran into anybody in the street that hates me or whatever. Um, everybody's really, so it's been cool. It's funny because people like, I've, I've always thought like these people that like say this stuff, like are they ever, would they ever say that stuff to me in real life? But the truth is that, uh, I'm a very large person. So I think I'm a bit of an, an intimidating figure to some people that they're even afraid to like, just come up to me and say hello. So like, I don't think any negative people are ever going to come up to me because I'm just, like, they're just, they're just, I don't know. They don't want to smoke, I guess. I don't know. But uh, everybody's been really respectful, really nice. And it's it, that's the biggest change is just like people know who I am and they actually care. You know, like it's not like I'm not Dave from New Jersey anymore. Now I'm Dave from the Internet. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. definitely have a following. It's, it's very impressive and it's really cool because we needed kind of that like young spirit. Um, kind of playful and for me growing up my mom and my grandma would cook dinner starting at like media like noon oh yeah oh yeah so to me portuguese cooking was just like a long process and our life is just so much faster than what their life was oh yeah and having all the kids and having everything i can't spend five six hours on dinner no and when you and i'm sure these videos take hours <laughs> i know you break them up and you know however many seconds you need to for TikTok. Yeah. But you've made cooking Portuguese very doable. Yeah. Personally speaking for myself because you've broken it up so easily. And I'm like, oh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? 
okay, I got it. We can do that. And my husband started sending me your videos. He's like, try this, try that, try this. And I was like, it actually makes, it makes Portuguese cooking less intimidating because Portuguese cooking is just full of flavor and full of like, but yeah, Portuguese cooking can be so layered, you know, and, and takes so long that it's so intimidating to go at these big, you know, whatever stews or whatever yeah. you're making and crossing your fingers that it's going to taste like you're a vase or something. And when I would ask my mom, I'm sure you've heard this a million times, mom, how did you make this? Oh, you know, say, uma coisa aqui, uma coisa ali. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, well, it push prova, e vejo, and I'm like, okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's, that's, that's what I set out to do too. Like, when I moved to Florida, like, I didn't have any option but to try to replicate the food myself so i was like all right like where do i start because all this food is so hard to make and then when i started learning is like when i started making it, i was like some of this stuff isn't that hard like my mom made it seem so much harder than it was and it's like you know portuguese people make a big deal out of everything like i still to this oil, day cannot garlic i know yeah it's like always like the same stuff <laughs> i cannot send my mom on a, a flight that has a stopover because they make a big deal out of it they make a big deal out of everything so like cooking when you ask her for instructions is like half in english half in portuguese no measurements some of the stuff she forgets to mention then she'll mention it like a half hour later or whatever so i was like all right like i need to figure this stuff out and like figure it out on my own like so i still would ask her for stuff but then i would also go to google compare it to other people's stuff and then i would basically like mesh her recipes with what i was seeing like online um and then create my own, I guess, my own versions of stuff. So, like, there's stuff she doesn't use, like masa pimento. I use a lot. She doesn't use that. That's a very Asturian thing. I started using it from, like, this page because people, a lot of my followers at first were from the islands. And they would, like, comment, like, why aren't you using masa pimento? And I'm like, all right, well, let me try it out. So, um, yeah, basically, like, I, I had to, out of necessity, break these recipes down. And that's when I, like, when I started sharing them, like, that, like, and it's still the kind of is, but like in the beginning, really, like that was just my dinner for the night. So like I was looking for the easiest way to make it because I only had an hour before like I had to have dinner ready, you know, because before the baby it was a little bit like easier. But now with the baby, it's like, you know, his bedtime is bedtime. So we need to eat or whatever. So uh, a lot of my recipes are fast versions of, the, of what we were taught or saw. Or some of them are just like, this is a, here's a faster way of like doing it that you don't have to spend all day at the, in the kitchen you know what's that i said it's realistic to the life that we yeah. live now right yeah no for sure yeah so yeah. thank you for that i <laughs> and my husband i'm sure will thank you too <laughs> nice yeah yeah a lot of people yeah. like give me that feedback from the book like that's very basic it's very easy to follow like it's a lot of times you get lost trying to make new things for the first time and i feel like people are not feeling that they're kind of just really like you know like you said, it's like broken down in a way that's just like uh, digestible, you know. Uh -huh. I'm trying to make some like people have been requesting stuff, and you know, it's you get to a point where you kind of run out of ideas. So I've been trying to start making a lot of these like things that I've never even seen before, and maybe they're not like I don't know if I'm the best person to like say like they're all authentic tasting as like the one in Madeira or the one in the source, but um, you know, I, I think that like I don't put stuff up until like I. I taste it. My wife tastes it. We look like it looks pretty, but um, so yeah, I've been trying a lot of new stuff that like isn't necessarily mainland stuff or stuff that I had as a kid. So I've been trying to mix some stuff in there. Have you ever heard of um, ovos verdes? No. So it's like uh, the Portuguese version of deviled eggs, but there's no mayo in it. So it's like a hard-boiled egg, 
and they take the yolk out and they mix it with like olive oil, parsley, salt, pepper, vinegar, put it back in the egg and then they fry it like with like breadcrumbs. So it's like a deep fried like egg. It was crazy. I made it and it was crazy, but I never had it before. And this lady requested it and I was like, all right, like, and it was the same situation I was explaining before. She's like, my mom had dementia and died before she could repeat the recipe to me. Like, can you figure it out? And I was like, all right, like I'm on a mission now to figure it out. So, uh, yeah, I've been trying a lot of new stuff. So I want to try that meat for you too. Yeah. The, um, my, like I said, my family's from Alentejo. So a lot of their meals were, you know, very, we were like 20 minutes from the border of Spain. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of like porks and stews and things like that. But there, uh, was a dish that we have cashpacho in Alentejo cold soup. Oh yeah. And yeah I was yeah. telling my, sis- my friend the other day about something something oh my dad made us oh my dad made us cashpacho my dad's never cooked us anything in my whole entire life i'm 35 years old my mom went to portugal for seven weeks and said sayonara and he invited us all over and he was cutting like i couldn't believe it (laughs) everything by himself i was like okay i was like he made us cashpacho she's like what's that and i'm like trying to tell her she's like so it's like a sauce i'm like no it's a cold soup it's a soup but there's so many different dishes from everywhere in Portugal and yeah. you're so bubbled sometimes as being like Ellen Jenna or you from Lisboa that you yeah. just know your own food. So you're going to go for a ride, man. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have. I mean, all the Asorian food, like I've never had any of that stuff until I started this page. So like I've gotten to try a lot of their stuff. Uh, I tried Bulgaku from Madeira so far. Yeah, I've, that, yeah. I've tried some of the, you know, the cheeses and stuff, but yeah, like I'm getting to try all this stuff that I wasn't exposed to. And I find myself giving my mom recommendations. Like I told her the other day, like you have to try queijo San Miguel. It's so good. She's like, Oh, I never had that. And I'm like, it's good, man. Like, like, have you ever had that? So many no, yelp cheese. Gonna go to my local Portuguese it has like little like salt crystals in it. Like when you're biting into it, it's so good, man. It's probably not good for you, but it's good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I, I try to buy that whenever I can be at the you. store. But that, that's like something I never ate as a kid. Like my mom always got the same cheese. So like definitely trying new new Portuguese things. And it's been cool. Like uh, it's been cool to, to I don't know. My, my parents were not very much like adventurous when it came to food. Like we ate the same like seven things on rotation a lot of times. So it was like it's cool to, to get to venture out and. Um, I, I'm good friends with the Portuguese kids now and they'll give me ideas on stuff all the time. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Like one time, uh, Derek showed me this like sandwich they make in Massachusetts. That's just like chopped up sauteed chorizo and French fries. And they put it in a sandwich and it's like, it's kind of Americanized, like to throw French fries in a sandwich, but it was the most delicious thing. Like the I texture was just so good. And like, I would have never had that, you know? So like, I, I definitely in Southern California does fesh the fries uh-huh. at their fesh and it's basically like carne asada fries, oh, but they call man. it fesh the fries. I'm like, that's genius. That that's sounds so really good. Genius. So yeah, maybe yeah. you could play with that too, because any type of fries and with any type of meat is so good. Yeah, I know. I know. So now you have the cookbook. Yeah. Congratulations on that. I saw the picture of all of them in your office space. Crazy. You're getting a lot of orders, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's been wild. Like, uh, I, I remember the first day, I thought I was going to sell, like, 100 of them. And we did, like, a 1,000 in the first day. And my wife, wow. like, had guessed that number. She's she's always more confident in me than I am in myself. So, like, she was, like, parading around, like, I told you, I told you. And I'm like, what the hell is happening right now? And it's, like, it's very exciting. It's very crazy in there. There's stacks of books everywhere. I'm lucky I have my wife because, like, 
she's the one like literally like we get boxes like folded flat and she makes his boxes she opens up the packages of books checks them that make sure they're right puts them in the box tapes them up like she does everything and like I'm, I'm like really busy editing and like making videos so like if i didn't have her like i don't know that i could stay afloat doing it ourselves we probably would have to outsource a lot of it it's like you know obviously when you do things yourself the profit margins better so like we've been able to really like you know do well with this thing and it's like i i'm really close to hitting the goal that i thought i was gonna hit after 12 months like now and the book's only been on sale for two and a half months so it's like i've been taken aback by it like i honestly did not expect it and like i think christmas is gonna be wild so like we're not even there yet and it's been crazy so it's been what's that even your merch, like your shirts are no, the awesome shirts. as well. I, I, it's funny because like when I was in Newark, a lot of people like met me like wearing them. And I didn't realize a lot of people like, I guess like, like I see the numbers. So I know people had them, but like it was weird seeing a lot of them in person. I'm like, oh my God, like people like these shirts too. It's a real moment. It was wild. Don't, ever, don't forget it, you know? Don't no, I have, a, I have this like thumb drive that has all the pictures of my son. Like that's where like I saved them to and I have a folder in there with all the pictures of Portugal day weekend from Newark. Cause I, that was one of the most memorable weekends of my life. I think I met like close to a thousand people that knew me and took pictures with like all, most of them. And it was just like, it was wild. Like people were like telling me all kinds of crazy stuff, like just real inspirational stuff of how I affected their lives or whatever. And it's just like, You're like, Damn, like just cooking clams. Yeah, I know. So it, it was just, it was, it was definitely surreal and it, it was really cool. Um, like some people would come up to me and like make me FaceTime their friend that was at home or whatever, you know, or their mom or their dad. I'm just like, this is crazy. A lot of people tell me that, um, like, I guess like they'll go home for lunch or dinner on Sundays and have dinner with their families and like their families will gather around the table and watch my videos. Like they'll save them for the end of the week and kind of watch them all together. And I think that's really special too, because like my family didn't really do things like that. We didn't really gather around the TV as much. Like we were kind of just like all doing our own thing. We gathered around the dinner table for dinner and that was it kind of, you know? Um, but it's really cool that like, I don't know, like there's like 20 year olds or 30 year olds, like girls, like um, bonding with their like hardcore Portuguese dads over my videos that otherwise don't even crack a smile usually, you know? And they're like, like belly laughing together over my videos. I think it's really cool because like my dad is a very stone faced, like hardcore, like Portuguese immigrant guy. He doesn't really laugh a lot. So like, I'm just picturing like these people like enjoying my videos with their parents and stuff. I think it's so cool. And I hope it continues. Cause like I'm having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> Watching it all kind of, I felt like I'm like a, a fan that's been standing back and watching it all come <laughs> to life. And it, and the more and more popularity that, grew with you it was just cool to watch and i i definitely have been rooting for you thanks i know you have this like tour coming up which i think is so cool as well can you tell me a little bit or tell our listeners a little bit about that yeah so this this company saga is vacations they approached me like a year and a half ago and they're like hey we usually do these tours with the portuguese kids they basically host a vacation for a week where you spend a week with them and we think you should do it too and at the time, I turned them down. I'm like, I don't think people care. Like, I don't think people want to meet me or any of this. Like, I really don't think people care. And then they called me again, like, two days after I came back from Newark from that Portuguese Day weekend, where I saw how many people knew me. And I'm like, all right, like, let's do this. Like, like what do I have to lose? You know, like, there's no investment on my part. Like, I'm just basically the face behind this, this tour. So what they're doing is they're, they do, like, 
a week-long tour. They usually do it a lot, like in the Azores, when they do it with the Portuguese kids. And they wanted to do it in Lisbon. A lot of people were very interested in being in Lisbon uh, during, like, Portugal Day and during the Festa Santo Antonio, which is, like, the real big, like, time to be in Lisbon, where they have, like, all the street, like, uh, parties. So they're like, we couldn't think of anybody better to, to do it than you, because, like, that's where you're from, you know? Like, it wouldn't make sense to, for the Portuguese kids to host that tour, you know? So I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's see what happens. So uh, we're promoting it now, and it's a week in, in Lisbon, uh, a week at, like, a four-star hotel. I'm there, like, the whole time with the people on the tour, and we were doing food tours and, like, sightseeing tours. We're going to do, like, a cooking class where, like, I'm a student, too, and we just – some guy is going to – or a chef is going to teach us how to cook Portuguese food. And then, like, we're going to celebrate Portugal Day and stuff. So it's, like, it's 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 like, a, I don't know. I think it's cool for, like, people that, like, are going to Portugal for the first time or one of their first times or they're not really comfortable with the area. Like, let's go check it out with Dave. He's been there a million times. Like, he's comfortable there. So, like, why not? So I think it'll be cool. They're looking to do, like, a group of 15 to 20 people. Uh, it's set, I'm sorry, it's June, I think, 8th through the 15th next year, which is – Portugal Day is on the 10th. So it's um, it's right during that week. So I think it's an exciting time to do it. I just hope people people buy tickets to do it. It's pretty pricey. I'm not going to lie. Um, but they said it's pretty normal for, you know, when you do a tour with, like, a person, personality or whatever. You, know? you look at, like, prices of stuff with inflation and, and whatnot after the pandemic. Like, you can't get a hotel room for less than, like, $300 a night, like, anywhere. And that's, like, saying something, like... In the States, you can't get a hotel room for, like, less than $500 a night for, like, a nice place. So that alone for a week costs a lot. So, like, I, I understand why it does cost a lot. Um, the flight's not included in the package. It's basically, like, you fly in from anywhere in the world, and then you join us there, and we start there. Um, but I, I hope people buy it. I hope people join me. I think it would be really cool. I'm already going to Portugal in March next year, so if we do this, I get to go for a second time. Um, and they're, they're, they're flying my wife and my son with me, so it'll be really cool to – I, th I think it'd be cool for, like, um, families to come along, too, because, like, you get to hang out with my family. It's not just me. My wife will be there. My son will be there. Like, so if there's couples that have, like, kids. Wife. We need to see more of her. <laughs> she's always keeping my son quiet while I'm filming. So that's the problem. I used to film with her a lot. Now it's more like, hey, can you take Rafa to the other room because I need to film something? So it's hard to catch her. But I did a video with her the other day. So I partnered with this Portuguese uh, language learning app. It's called practiceportuguese.com. They're in Portugal, so they've, they've been using me to, like, promote their, their app. Um, so we did a video of, like, um, kind of, like, what it's, like, what it's, like, before and after using the app. And she's in the video because she kind of speaks Portuguese. Um, but she has a really hard time, like, differentiating the words mão and mau or avó and avô. So, like, the, the ad that I filmed for them is all about that, like, how she can't pronounce the words or whatever so she'll be in a video coming up but yeah i try to fit other people in i think people like to see the other personalities in, the, in my life like my son my wife my mom whatever my dad needs to make an appearance more uh he's just so quiet though you know yeah, we, everyone needs a stone cold portuguese you know what's yeah. funny is every time i put a video where he's in it i get like hundreds of messages about what he's wearing people will be like yo your dad's got that drip where did he get that Benfica jacket? Like, I had never seen that before. And I'm just like, I don't know. My mom dresses him, you know? Like, But uh, people are always commenting on his on his outfits. So uh, I got to do some, like, outfits of the day with him or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> my mom just came back from Portugal. I had literally stacks of pastéis nata from pastéis balain. 
And they were, she's like, took them out of the air fryer. And I was like eating one on the oh, way to work. Man. I'm like, you guys, we can still hide this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't don't hide I whatever. I grew up with rolling the clothes with the shurisu and the your clothes. Like you would have to wash your clothes like three yeah. to get the smell out when you came back home. It was wild. My mom was just recently in Portugal too, and she's so extreme. She goes to the Benfica Stadium and starts buying all these clothes for my son because she's like spoiling him or whatever. And she calls me and she's like, "I waited an hour at the post office because I'm overnighting you the th- the shirt." And I'm like, "You don't have to do that. Just bring it back with you." You know? She's like, "I wanted to have it right away." And I'm like, "This is crazy." So then like. A few days goes by and she sends another shirt and then another one. I'm like, stop sending stuff. Like, just bring it all with you, you know? But it's just like, I guess because he's like my first child. She's really spoiling him. But yeah, they get over there and it's just like, they just start shopping, man. You know, they buy whatever. I try to just keep pushing on. And I I know that like, I don't know. This is hard to explain. I'm very like, uh, very into like, I'm just a vibey person. I just can just feel this energy that this is like really rolling right now. The momentum is on and like, this isn't. A lot of people say it to me, like, this is just the beginning. And it sounds really corny, but, like, I really hope it is because I really feel like I have a lot more to offer. I have a lot of ideas. I want to have, like, a sh- like a TV show where I just travel the U.S. and Canada and show these Portuguese halls and show these parties and show these, this stuff that people think isn't happening anymore. Like, there's still Portuguese stuff happening right now. Like, like I posted a video the other day of, like, a Haishu and there's these little two kids dancing in the middle. It's over 160,000 views right now because people won't stop sharing it because they're amazed that in America, specifically in Florida, they're carrying on that tradition that young. And it's like, I want to have this show where I just travel around showing that. And maybe the second season I go to Portugal and I show that or whatever. But that's really the goal here is like, I want to show more than just my recipes. I'll always have recipes, I'll always have recipe books and stuff, but... I want to show more of like what's out there because I feel like I want to make being Portuguese cool like again or whatever. And I think it's we're moving in that direction. I want people to have an outlet where they can go watch it. Like when TikTok blew up, nobody was making Portuguese food on TikTok. There's some people doing it now, but there was nobody doing it. So that's why I was like, I got to do this. Like I got to fill this space or whatever. Like when it started really picking up and um, there's a lot of people, a lot of, especially like Portuguese women that have cooking pages and they're great. I learn a lot from them, but they're very serious. I still feel that like I'm the only person jokingly putting this type of content out there, like food content, but just like laughing about it. Uh, so I really hope that people continue to kind of roll in. Um, and this thing takes off because I want to quit my job. I hope you do. <laughs> I, I, I wish that for you. I grew up so immersed in the Portuguese culture and I lived in such a non-Portuguese city and school and everything. So for me, all of my best friendships, everything, like my whole life. I mean, my sister's married to a guy that we knew because of our folklore group. Mm. And like our whole life changed because of the things that we were involved in. Yeah, yeah. So like you can get whatever you want now. So yeah, I think like my wife sometimes would be like, oh, like she'll send me other people's cooking videos and be like, oh, this video is so cool aesthetically. And it's just like really close up and it's just like the sound effects of like chopping and stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to make sure I'm explaining what I'm doing. I want people to follow along and actually make, like I'm not making these videos to be pretty. Like I could spend, a, I could like put my phone on a tripod and really do whatever. Like most of the time I'm holding my phone with one hand and cooking with the other hand. Cause like to me, the visual is important, but what I'm saying is more important. People are really listening, like to follow along. Like, and this is how I do stuff, you know? So um yeah i hope that people find it easy and i know the videos are fast so that's why i made the cookbook to kind of slow it down but um i think people now have kind of gotten used to my style to the point that they can follow along and make stuff and i've gotten used to 
figuring out how to explain it in a minute and a half that doesn't make no, like you know it makes sense when I'm, when I'm talking. Um, so yeah, it's been. I think it's it's cool. I think it's cool that people are getting to. I don't know. Try to cook Portuguese food when they like otherwise wouldn't. Or and I was saying to my wife today. So there's a restaurant in Palm Coast here, about an hour and a half from me. But today they their special was cozida portuguesa, and I was like, man, if I lived in Palm Coast or I still lived in New Jersey, I would have never had the necessity to learn how to make these these meals. I would have just went and went to the restaurant. So like, if I didn't move to Orlando, I would have never done this. So it's just so crazy. Like, I almost like had to move here, had to struggle through like not eating Portuguese stuff, learning how to make it to then do this. Um, it was like a, the journey's been since the beginning and I didn't even know it, you know? It's like a little whirlwind. You, you didn't know where you were going when you moved to Florida, but yeah. it sure I used to drive two hours to get Portuguese ingredients when I first moved here. It was wild. <laughs> I got lucky. We just moved um, to a city that has like a hall and everything. So they have a little Portuguese store. They don't have like a lot of stuff, but I can definitely get some bacalhau and some fresh popsicles and some cheese. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the essentials. Yeah, yeah, I really, exactly. I really lucked out with like a Siabudas. Like they're like a, they're as big as like a, I don't know what the the chain is out there, but like they rival some WalMarts. Like their their store is massive. Wow. Like you can spend like a good hour and a half in there, like just browsing the shelves. So like that's how much stuff they have. Like there's stuff I've never even bought yet. Like they tried yet. So like it's just like a plethora of Portuguese things. Like, I can't even believe it's there. It's, it's wild. And like when I did work from an office, they're exactly one block from my office. So I used to go there for lunch every day and like just eat Portuguese food daily. I'm friends with the manager. Like it, it was wild. I couldn't believe what my life was. Cause like when I first moved here, like there was nothing. And then a few years later, like I have a Seattle's down the block from work, you know? Uh, and then I started like slowly bringing people from work there and like everybody started eating there. And, uh, at the beginning, nobody at work knew about this page, but now everybody at my job knows about this. I'll never say where I work, what I do, because I don't want people to know, but my coworkers do know vice versa the other way. I was on a conference call the other day, and like, like when I got on, they're like, we really love your videos, and they're like fangirling over my videos. I'm like, this is work. Like, let's shut up. I don't want to talk about this. Like, I don't necessarily want people to know about it at work, but uh, I think like Seattle's kind of started that whole thing where people at work even know about Portugal because they didn't know what it was before until Seattle was there. So that store is wildly big. They have everything. I'm so lucky to have it. I drink like legit six Agua Castellos a day and I could not do that if they weren't here. You know, it's yeah. like, I think about that. If they close their doors one day, like, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to move. What am I going to drink? What am I going to drink? I legit am always drinking these. And like, I don't know if you've been like seeing, I've lost close to 30 pounds recently and I stopped drinking a lot of soda and I drink these. They're zero calories, you know? So it's like, if they only knew, like, they're sponsoring my weight loss, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We need a Portuguese Weight Watchers. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, how the hell did you lose weight when you're cooking Portuguese? I know. Food? It's that so tricky. Number one question. It's so tricky. So, like, uh, if I know I'm cooking Portuguese food that night and I'm going to film a video, then I have a really light lunch, like a salad and a wrap. Um but I don't film every day. So like if the days I don't film, I'm straight up eating like a wrap and a salad or like, I don't know, like some like healthy bowl or whatever. And like I said, the day I'm, the days I'm cooking Portuguese food, I'm eating light the rest of the day. So during the week, I won't eat any bread. So like legit, like I don't have any Portuguese bread all week and I don't eat any fried foods. And then on Saturdays, I just let myself go ham. I eat whatever I want. So I reward myself once a week. And then every day I run like a mile, mile and a half. So 
Um, you know, I, I still eat Portuguese food. Like today I had uh, chorizo. I did like the whole thing where you light it with, on fire with the pig and me and my wife ate that. I made a sandwich of uh, a pork loin uh, and Portuguese cheese and you know, like I'll, I'll still eat Portuguese food, but like it's just really about like controlling like the portions and just not going crazy over some of the food and stuff. But uh, just uh, I just really watch how much of it I eat and what I eat for the rest of the day. Tomorrow I'm filming at night, so I know I'm going to have like a light lunch just to prepare myself for nighttime. But like, I don't know. I kind of found that like, I'm not a gimmicky guy, but like, I didn't want to do like a diet gimmick. I didn't want to do any kind of program. I'm just like, I just need to make better choices. You know, like it doesn't, you don't have to suffer or like starve yourself. You just don't need to load up your plate. Like you're at the end of the world. And I feel like that's what exactly. I probably was doing before. <laughs> But um, yeah, like I didn't, I, I don't know. I didn't start losing weight because of the page or whatever. I make a joke that like, I always joke to say like, I'm just always TV ready now. Like I want to be skinny for TV, but really it was like, I'm a dad now and I don't want to die early. Like Portuguese guys have heart attacks all the time and stuff. And I don't want to be that Portuguese guy that died young. So really I did it for my son so I could play with him forever. You know, I think people do enjoy that. Like when I clap back, like I get that a lot. Like people will tell me like, oh, it's so funny. Like you say things that we want to say and we can't. And I'm like, well, why can't you? Like, like I'm, I try not to be rude, but like, I remember when I first started this page, my whole like, my whole like thought process was like, I have a real job that that is successful. So like, if people cancel me for being real and like clapping back, then I'll go back to work, you know. So like, I've always been really real, and like, I'm not gonna let people be nasty on the internet. Like, like the Portuguese kids, if you see how they respond to people, they're very, very calm and like. They'll, they're very like nice and they'll never say anything mean back to people. And I know why, but I'm not, that's not me. Like if you're going to be nasty to me, like I'm going to put you in your place. And like, that's the way I am in real life. Like we have a community Facebook page and like, I always do that. Like, I always stand up for people when they're being like bullied by some other neighbor. Like the yesterday, some guy was trying to blame. There's some like, I guess somebody did graffiti nearby. So some guy was trying to blame all the New Yorkers that moved down here. And I'm like, screw that. Like, my wife's in New York. I'm from New Jersey. Like, you are not about to bully my fellow people, you know? So, like, I put him in his place the same way I do to people on my, my cooking page. But it's like, I always wanted to kind of just be, like, real in the sense of, like, we're not going to be keyboard warriors here. If you don't like my stuff, just don't watch it. But, like, let's not be jerks to each other. So, like, I, I try to always clap back. And sometimes I put it on display. And I do that on purpose. Like you said, people like it. On that recap that I got today, my top like post was one of those posts where I called somebody out. So it's like, I know people like it. So I, I kind of, you know, like ignite the flames a little bit sometimes. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just funny to me. Like, I just laugh about it the other yeah. day. My, the other day, somebody had said something like, your podcast stinks or your podcast sucks or something like that. I have no idea who this person is. And, I, and I, my response was... I feel the same way. I have no idea why people are still listening. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I have nothing to say. I'm like, I have a lot more listeners than I have followers. So yeah. that has something to do. People <laughs> are watching and people are listening, but they might be following, but you're still giving me views. Yeah. That's like I said to you before, like people see our stuff or whatever, and they all think that they can do better. But the truth is like, if everybody could do it, everybody would. Like I said, it takes a lot of work to do this creative type of thing. And it's like, like I was telling my wife the other day, like I was just recapping my day and I'm like, I had to cook today, like come up with a recipe, actually cook it, film it, then go edit it, then go voice over it. Like everything takes so much work that like it's easy to make a nasty comment, but it's not easy to do what we do. So like whatever you like whoever's down talking us wouldn't do what we're doing. Yesterday, I got a crazy comment. Yes, Yesterday, some guy commented. It just said in Portuguese, 
you should go kill yourself. And I was just like, what? Did you see that? And I'm like, what? Like, it wasn't a video of your son or something? It was a video of me in my golf cart. And I was saying, like, oh. if you're having lunch, like, have a good lunch. Like, call me Gallant. And, like, he took offense to that, I guess. You know, I'm just like, wow. Like, there's some crazy people out there, you know? Like, it's but just wild. Like but way more about them than it does about Oh, for you. sure. For sure. They're mad at something, but it's not me. They're not mad at me. They're mad at something. Uh, they're just taking it out on me. But uh, it's all good. You know, it's like, I, I get it. Like, people has this type of dynamic one way or another i it can't be just portuguese people but it is a as much as we love our portuguese culture and we're trying to keep it alive there are some really terrible people do you, do you know uh, mike rita do, it. do you know mike rita the comedian yeah so he has this, he always talks about this and he says like if you look at the italians like they have sebastian menescalco right like if you look at the hispanics they have gabriel iglesias or george lopez whatever if you look at the portuguese like other than the comedians in Portugal doing it, we don't have representation because we spend so much time putting them down. Like if, if a new comedian comes out that's Portuguese, like let's say the Portuguese kids, for instance, I can't tell you how many times people come to me and say, I don't like their videos because they don't speak Portuguese. I don't like their videos because they're from the Azores and I don't understand their accent. And I'm like, well, if you don't give them a chance or these creators a chance, we'll never have representation. Mike Rita, like... He's a Saurian. He has an accent, but he's so freaking funny and relatable to me as a Portuguese person. He, I followed him before I even followed the Portuguese kids. Like he's my first inspiration in this, like in this Portuguese culture thing. And it's like, he's so spot on with that is like, we never have mainstream representation because we don't let each other get there. So like, we need to start uplifting each other instead of telling each other like why we're wrong or why we're not authentic or whatever. Like let's put each other in the spotlight and show everybody else what we have to offer instead of like, always holding each other down. But anyway, it just reminded me of that, that he always says that yeah. to me. And it's like, it's so true. Like you look at other cultures and they're very proud of their representation, but you look at us and it's like, we always have like a, like a glass ceiling that we stop at. Like the Portuguese kids are famous, but like, let's let them be really famous. Like let's let them yes. represent us and stop nitpicking at like how they say, just let them be Portuguese their way. We don't all have to be the same, you know? So I hope that we, you know, they're working on some things right now that I can't mention, but they're about to do something that no Portuguese American group or creator has ever done before. So I hope that people accept it into their households uh, because I think that they're going to put Portuguese American comedy in a whole new space. Uh, I think that they're people in our community just need to be more accepting of, of each other and not Absolutely. necessarily. I, I always tell people like, I will never let anybody talk bad about them. And people do to me all the time. And I, I always defend them because they have helped me since before anybody was watching my videos, really. Like I had 5,000 followers and Derek was telling me like, this is what you should do. Work with these people. Don't work with those people. They're going to burn you. Like nobody, they didn't have to do that. They, they're, they could focus on their own career and not worry about me, but they always worried about me. And even Mike Rita too, like they give me advice and stuff. And it's like, these guys are gems of people. They're so freaking nice. Like they, Derek has held my baby before. Like they've been to my house. His wife has been to my house. Like they are the nicest people. They're always willing to help. They're always willing to like do whatever to put our culture first and stuff. I really hate that people give them so much like slack for maybe they don't speak Portuguese as well as me or you or it's always the same stuff or whatever. Or like, I'm just like, these guys are like, they're really good people. And they, they, do, they do a lot of good for the community too, but they've always, they've always done a lot of good for me. So like, 
I'll always defend those guys and nobody talks bad about them to me because Derek and Brian, like they were my first sponsors. They used to own shop Portuguese and they would send me stuff to, to, to cook or whatever. And, and like they, they were doing that before anybody was watching my videos. So like they always believed in me and thought I was funny before I thought I was funny. So like, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, I guess, drop that. Like the Portuguese kids, like if you're on the fence about them, you should support them just because they're good people. They're awesome. I'm sure come into a hall near you. They definitely make their rounds yeah. and uh, entertain all of us. <laughs> I want to make it out to California soon. I was talking to my wife about it. Like, I want to show whatever there is of Portuguese culture out there. I want to show it because, like, a lot of my followers, I do have a lot of California followers, but a big bulk of them are from the East Coast or from Canada. And I don't think they even know that there's a whole California section of us. Uh, and I didn't even know until I met people like Taylor and stuff and, uh, they started yeah. showing me this stuff, and I'm like, "You guys have like Portuguese rodeos out there and stuff? Like, like have you seen that? What? What do you mean rodeos? I don't know. Like they go and like they uh, go like see the bulls and stuff or whatever. Oh, like the um, bullfights and stuff. I guess I don't know. Like, I didn't. Yeah. Want, I, yeah. Oh, you, guys, you guys didn't have that in New Jersey? No, like at all, man. Like oh, I've never. Oh, even, yeah, I only seen a bull in Portugal. <laughs> what do you mean rodeos? You mean like a bullfight? I guess. Yeah, I guess that's what I meant. Because like in Jersey, like we don't. They didn't have anything like that, but there's a lot of stuff in the Portuguese community in California that don't have, that doesn't happen on the East Coast. It's very different. I had no idea. Yeah, so I want to show some of that off. So I want to get it over there. Can you um, even do a corda sometimes? Well, it's literally in the parking lot of a hall, and they'll put the bull on a rope, and it's a corda, like it's going. Yeah, I've seen I've seen clips of like bulls and stuff, and I'm just like, I've never seen this here. Like we've never done things like that. So like like I think I've seen. Like, Taylor did a show, and, like, in the crowd, like, people, the Portuguese guys were wearing cowboy hats. And I'm like, what? I think it was, like, maybe in Idaho or something even, or, or Iowa or something. I'm like, what is this? Like, there's Portuguese cowboys oh, out Idaho there. Idaho has a big, uh, uh, like, a Portuguese yeah. community there, too. So I kind of want to make it out west and in the Midwest. There's, like, there's these little pockets that I want to show off that, like, people don't get to see necessarily. Um, so I want to make it out to California soon. Hopefully I get to do that. But um, we'll see. Hopefully we meet up. Hopefully when yeah. you come, I'm sure that I can meet up with you and Taylor and we can just hang out and, and do some Portuguese. Where in California are you? I'm in, I'm in a like East base, like 20 minutes from where like Taylor's at okay. like San Jose area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm very central. Like I'm pretty much like 20, 30 minutes from everything. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I want to make it out there. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully somebody kind of like, um, I don't know, finances a little show where I can just travel around showing all this stuff off. But, uh, I know that so Siabra's owns. A, put it out there. Put it I know. Out there. So this is weird. My wife is very into like the law of attraction and stuff. And since I started this page, like I'll say stuff and it comes, it does come true. Like I, everything that I have put out there literally has happened. When I started this page, I said, I want to be friends with Mike Rita, friends with the Portuguese kids and get a sponsorship with Siabra's. And that all happened. And then I was like, I'm going to write a book. And that happened. Like I'm going to sell this many. And it happened. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, I feel like I have like magical words lately. So like I have been putting out there a lot about this TV show. Siabra's, yeah. uh, the family owns a TV channel in Newark and it's like a Portuguese American cable channel. Uh, they have been like hinting at wanting to do something. So I'm hoping I can convince them to like fly me around and do what I've been, you know, was talking to you about. Um, but that would be really cool. And I hope I can show people more and more of the Portuguese community and, um, I don't know. I, I hope I can just stay relatable and relevant and people enjoy the videos. We're enjoying it. 
I hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend. We still got tomorrow off. We don't have yeah, to. Yeah. We can stay up late. And um, I hope to see you soon. For sure. Thank you so much. All I right. appreciate it. You're and, so uh, welcome. It was nice having awesome. a conversation. For sure. Thanks, All David. Right. Bye.